Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You're the special someone who makes me want to give in. You're the special someone who makes me want to give in. You're the special someone who makes me want to give in. You're the special someone who makes me want to
Hello everyone and welcome to episode 91, this is Straight White Whale, my name is Darren Connell, as always I'm joined with my friend, producer, director and co-host Paul. Zen master. Yes. How are you Paul? <laughs> I'm alright mate, <laughs> I'm at my tits on Red Bull, ADHD meds. I haven't had anything to eat today and I'm feeling funky. <laughs> also, these TikToks I'm doing with the stupid voices, I can feel myself like going into the into the voice the without realising it. Yeah, in the character. Yeah. Dardo de Lewis. Dardo de Lewis. <laughs> we have to be professional though, we've got an ad read. Oh. We can both do it together if you want. Paul's preparing his notes. We are sponsored by Argue and Co. Alan Argue went to my school, he's a good guy, he's a lawyer, and he is there to help you if you need any help regarding all that stuff. Regarding all that stuff, leave it to the professionals, Darren. How fucking dare you, I was trying to help you there. I'm sorry mate. So, <laughs> Alan Argue, I mean, as James Gardner said last week, um, did you like the title to the podcast last yeah. week? Yeah, I did. Because he just, he just dropped that in, but I thought that was, I thought that was a great line. Yeah. Snorting fucking just for men. And by the way, I'm calling him out. There's no way he's no dying that fucking beard. He dies it. Like, he doesn't listen to the podcast. Anyway. This will be proof whether or no he listens to this podcast. He yeah. dies he dies that beard, mate. There was not one I was I was closely examining each hair <laughs> with my fucking I was like not one grey hair. You what die he dies it. I know because I used to dye my beard. I'm living in my shadow here. I'm accepting it. <laughs> Accept it, James. Accept it. Do you dye your hair? No. It's looking great. People ask me if I dye my eyebrows, by the way. I've had that. Birds ask me. Strong eyebrow game. What, what is it with your eyebrows? What do you do? Jeans, baby. That's it. Can I, can I get that out of box? I'll then argue. What a legend. Um, continuing to support the podcast and keep the lights on here. Um, he is the owner and head of Argue & Co Legal. And like James said, what a name for a lawyer. Alan Argue, get him to argue your case. Terrible. <laughs> um, but Argue & Co are a Glasgow-based law firm and their offices are in George Square. I'm getting, I, I could, I don't even need my notes for this now. But they can assist you with most any legal issue. And if they can't, they'll point you in the right direction. So please contact them no matter what the issue is. The main area of expertise is personal injury claim. So if you've been in a car accident, injured at work, fallen down a well, or bitten by somebody's pet tiger, do you think anybody in Glasgow's got a pet tiger? It wouldn't, su mate, it wouldn't surprise me. Aye. A definitely. drug dealer. Aye, definitely. 
But they'll be able to get you, Argon Co. will be able to get you the maximum amount of compensation that you deserve. The main difference between Argon Co. and the big law firms that you see in here on the TV or radio is that the level of customer service is absolutely through the roof and they're very approachable. They're genuine people. They'll treat you like friends and family. And I can attest to this because I recently got a claim for a car accident and Alan was absolutely stellar. I was getting phone calls every week. He was emailing me, letting me know every twist and turn. If I had to do something, he was straight on to me. It was brilliant. Um, they'll keep you up to date with your case and they'll speak to you like a normal person. Um, he's cheaper than everybody else. Uh, he's got a range of funding, including no win, no fee, which is what I got. So no matter what the issue is, give him a phone on 0141-378-4145 and quote straight white whale and you'll get a discount. You'll get a free cup of tea. You can go to his office. You can see how handsome a guy he is. I don't know. Just give him a phone. If you need a lawyer or if you need any legal advice, it's Alan Argue at Arguing Co. Legal which you can find at www.arguingco.co.uk. That's A-R-G-U-A-N-D-C-O.co.uk. You can find them on Facebook, Instagram, or you can send them an email at aar at arguingco.co.uk. They're also based on the first floor of Nine George Square. That's Glasgow G21QQ. Listen, Alan, you're an absolute legend, mate, and you help support this podcast no end, so thank you again for your support. Thank you, Alan. Oh, and I did this last week. If you if you like this podcast, you can go to Spotify, you can listen for free, but if you want to help us keep the lights on, if you want to see the video content, if you want to see Darren's Oran More show, you want to get an extra podcast twice a month, please consider signing up to our patreon it's five pounds a month it's less than a cup of coffee for starbucks and you can find it patreon.com forward slash straight white whale thank you very much and through the benefits of signing up to patreon you'll get things like discount codes for live gigs and the funny bunch and then you just get to chat to us as well so i thank you very much alan um you can't argue with that did you make that joke? No. I just get deja vu there. I'm sorry. Do you know what you should do? You I make myself sick. Do your, uh, what's the, the radio station? The DJ Cement. <laughs> Is it Wido FM or? Dafty FM. Dafty FM. You should do a Dafty FM ad for Alan Argue. Aye. Aye. Like right now. Just rough it. Welcome to Dafty FM, sponsored by Argue and Co. Listen, guys, if you know someone that's been hit with a slab, get in touch with Alan Argue and he can sort you out with awesome compensation. Straight white whale discount code hashtag slab to the head. <laughs> I had an uncle who had a slab cracked over his head once and awful at the time but funny now do you know I had a like I wonder if Alan Alan's a listener of the podcast I think he might even be a Patreon subscriber like, yeah. what a legend but I wonder if you could claim for this right see when I was a wee guy did you ever go like camping but you didn't go camping you just went into a tent in your mate's back garden yeah we were doing that, right? And my mate's dad was a postman. It was like the local postie. No, we made loads of jokes about, I wonder how many wains he's got and all that, blah, blah, blah. But there was one time where, so this, 
this tells you the sort of time period Scatman was out. Oh, no way. And he was singing, I'm a postman, be ba 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 da But he was also like forking his soil and he stuck the fork right through his big toe because he wasn't paying attention. Because, like, must be like a comedian thing where there was like four or five is in a tent and he was singing, I'm a postman, and we were howling. So like we guys and he just it must have been feeding he's like oh I've made them laugh keep going keep going and then eventually fucking rammed the the garden fork right through his big toe oh my god so Alan can let us know if he could have got a claim in did he lose his toe no just like his toenail was like split in half and then it was just all blood I don't um I don't really remember anything other than that hmm I remember I broke my toes. Did you ever play fancy when you were younger? Fancy? <clears throat> what was that? It was, it's a kind of form of Kirby. No. So you would, there was a fence in our street that you would have to hit with your football feet anywhere. So you'd get two guys, two pals. Why? Why? That's it. But with a fence? Aye. Right, okay, she's called it fancy. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you said to like, you only had like two touches and you had to hit and then it would go to you. So if we were playing, I would have the ball and I'd kick it off of one, it would go to you and you would have two touches to get it off of one back to Aye. me. Uh-huh. Right, so fancy. And uh-huh. it would, you know, it'd be outrageous because the ball could land anywhere and it was good fun. But uh-huh. I remember the, the ball went up against a curb and there was grass over the curb and I went to kick the ball and I kicked the fucking curb and I broke all my toes, man. Wow. Well, I remember somebody telling me that they seen a football in a street and they ran up and volleyed the football and somebody put a brick inside the football. <laughs> oh my God, man. I think, I'm like, ah, no, no, I'm no wee guy and somebody's telling me that story. It was an adult that told me, I'm like, ah, would you not notice that it was a, def- a deflated football? Maybe yeah. they see that way you could sort of sit it or the brick and get it sitting just nice so it looks like a proper football. I bet you he snapped all his bones and his foot. Aye, mate. Wow. Feet are feet freak me out. Um obviously we know that you've got your thing <laughs> toe goblin. <laughs> um no, but see like if I just sit and look at my own feet. And look at how fragile they are. It kind of freaks me out a wee bit. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, wee bones, man. Yeah. I don't know if that's like some form of anxiety or whatever, but I, man, I've like kicked a couple of things in my time and you're like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ, man. See me hurt your feet is brutal. It's absolutely brutal. I mean, I've, I, have, I have said that I have got a foot fetish, but feet are dis- I know that feet are disgusting. Do you know what I mean? My guy's feet, men's feet in general, my own feet, I've got fucking gargoyle feet. I've broke all my toes. Uh, aye, they're rancid. So, I've got a partially webbed toe. Oh wow! Thanks for sharing that. By the way, that's <laughs> I would take that to the grave. <laughs> so that was should have been kept that to myself. Like, I'd be ashamed of that. But crack on, my one of my he's had a proper like fused webbed toe. Wow! Like, uh, so you've got your big toe, which would be like your thumb. And then like the two ones next to it were like fused together and it's the same ones with me and they go about halfway. Sort of like webbed about halfway. Oh wow. Makes me special. Might run in the family. So in a way the both of us are kinda we're freaks. <laughs> I've got my birthmark, you've got your I've got webbed feet. <laughs> <laughs> I was up my lassie pals the other night having a cup of tea and she took her socks off and I had to phone an Uber. <laughs> 
Fuck us. Phone your therapist. Back on side. I need to go. Aye, talking about back on side. Did she know that? Aye, she knows. She knows no. Fucking hell, man. No, she does know. She knows that I'm a tall goblin. Talking about back on side, we've no gave them a shout out for a couple of weeks. That This is part of my thank you to back on side. They gave me seven months of therapy uh, because they're a charity for for free, essentially, through Libby. And Back On Side are a mental health charity based in Scotland. They give out therapy to people that need it. Um, they've got a great website with things like Alcoholics Anonymous, Narcotics Anonymous, Gambling Anonymous, all that type of stuff. You can also get like Sex Addiction Anonymous and, you know, Porn Anonymous and all that. So get on their website, check out their number, give Libby a call and that will be a a good charity phone. I'm just laughing there, you know what I mean? How do you get a taxi up the road because my pal got her fucking toes out and I was on the verge of a pump her. Anyway, guys, back on sides are a great mental health charity. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. What's been happening with you anyway other than, you know, being sexually triggered by your friend's feet? Apart from that, I'm all right. Um, I thought we would. I would just get us in the studio this week because James was a good guy last week, but couldn't he get a fucking word in? <laughs> very. He trivial. did say. He did say when he came in, like pff, an hour. Fucking hell, man! You asked yeah. me like three questions. Very triggering. Kid triggering? <laughs> no, no. Just because I've got ADHD. It's been a quick turnaround, though. Like we were, we were in the studio on Friday, and it's uh, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. But I prefer this. It gives me actually time to do stuff rather than me like you know like on a Saturday morning. I'm like trying to eat my breakfast and try to edit the yeah. podcast at the same time. But um, it's been a pretty quick turnaround. People love when we get a guest in, but I think people really enjoy it when it's just me and you as well. So. We'll get a chance to talk about some things. I've got some subjects. I've got some good news. But I was just going to, as always, always ask, how are you? How have you been? Been good, mate. But it's been happening since Friday. Had a couple of days off. Decided to, because of, because of like the fringe and the people were like, stop fucking getting on about the amount of work you're doing. But I'm taking it Monday, Tuesday off every week through September. Which might, like, I was saying that to, I spoke to my mom and I was laughing, taking two days off through, is it September? Yeah. Uh, September through September and she was like, do you know normally get two days off? And like, no. Nah. She was like, all right, maybe do something about that. I'm, like, well, I'm just fucking tell you I'm taking two days off, but I threw the full month from taking Monday, Tuesday off because you can't fucking just working too much, man. You just end up, you've not got a fucking life, do you know what I mean? Yeah. You end so, up brain dead. I mate, and end up just the shit like stuff that I'm doing for people's garbage, man, because I don't fucking put the effort in it. Do you know what I mean? And I'm just like, get that day fuck. Yeah. So I two days off, Monday, Tuesday, um, yesterday. Oh, I got a slow cooker. I purchased a slow cooker. <laughs> you buzzing? <laughs> <laughs> so I I don't know if this is like sad or no, right? But um I went to did like a this is this is this is just I'm struggling like that. Should I fucking say this publicly? But we were like go for like some shopping, some retail therapy, you know, spend a wee bit of money, made a bit of money during the fringe, like that. 
usually I would be like, what would you like go to the guitar shop or go and look at trainers, go and look at clays, but I found myself drawn to B&M, which is, if I'm, I'm sure everybody knows what B&M is, it's like a pound show punter. Yeah. But you get stuff, you get some stuff, so a wee bit more expensive. And um, like, I don't know if I, how sad I'm, but I seen like, a bottle of hot sauce that had uh, one of the wee things that you get. And see, like if you go to Nando's, you get the wee nozzle that yeah. sort of distributes like a shot or whatever. And I was pure, oh, like I was actually getting giddy about it. I was like, pure, no. And Sean was like, ah, like, are you all right? And I was like, no, like, honestly, this is fucking amazing. Like, look. <laughs> but she's worked in like, pubs and restaurants. So she was like, I've seen, like, what are you talking about? Like, it's not a big deal. But I was I was having a wee think about it. And I was like, is it sad to be like pure buzzing about getting a slow cooker and going to like a fucking pound shop? Uh, no, it's not sad. It's things you know it's like micro happiness or something it's wee moments of joy like i mean i don't know if i've got the patience for a slow cooker nine hours for fucking mince and totties i but you you don't need to like see the way my mom used to make mince and totties she'd been the fucking she'd been the i was gonna say she'd been the fridge probably was a lot of fucking fridge but she'd been the kitchen for like three hours non-stop mm. sitting stirring it you need to keep stirring it you don't need to do that with your slow cooker. You just fucking fire it on me. I've made two things, right? I've made uh, spaghetti bolognese, which was unbelievable, if mm. I do say so myself. And then last night for the Scotland game, uh, my mates, uh, Darnell Lindsay, that you know, Lindsay did the photography for the Funny Bunch, um, the last one. He came round and I made a curry last night, mate. God tier. Amazing. Like, unbelievable absolutely unbelievable but you just fucking give everything a wee brown and a wee cook and then fucking fire it in leave it there for like five hours take it out so good that sounds good what kind of hot sauce was it um the one i got for b&m's with the wee nozzle frank's frank's hot sauce which is like i mean i remember coming down uh, to your flat you had like a fucking two two litre bottle for it. <laughs> <laughs> like a bottle of juice sitting there with a fucking bottle of hot sauce I, I, I never even bought that it was my pal that gave me it I was helping my pal move something and he pulled it out his boot and his motor do you want that? I was like fucking right I want that aye man I genuinely think well first of all I think that with the obsession that this generation of goat with like spicy stuff we're all going to have like nice stomach by the time we get to like 60 year old <laughs> but um, I think Frank's improves everything yeah absolutely everything what was that I've, I've i'm trying to think if i've put it on it and weird but uh cauliflower cheese that's that sounds amazing mate some frank's hot sauce Here's what I found. oh literally oh. like my my fucking apple watch has just sent me a bbc good food ingredients for uh cauliflower cheese but not like anything at all baked potato tuna mm. frank's hot sauce unreal it's it's quite funny that you've brought that up because we've got a patron member and i've been i've been trying to shoehorn this in the podcast for weeks i'm sure he won't mean, mind me mentioning his name kieran kelly ah, i have met kieran a couple of times at the funny bunch good guy great guy been to all the funny bunches but we were talking we talked quite a lot on twitter and um 
I don't know what it's called. I mean, I, I kind of see it as well. I can understand. But he was like... Because we've spoke about hot sauce on this show before. Uh-huh. Uh, we did a wee challenge, didn't we? Aye. And he was like, Frank's hot sauce, I eat it and everything. And I was like, well, what do you eat it in? And he's like, I put my porridge in the morning. What? I know. Porridge? So I thought he was taking a piss. And he actually sent us like a wee clip of him eating porridge with his hot sauce in it. Says he he, he puts it on every single thing he eats. Frank's hot sauce. Porridge. Mm, how do I feel about that? Well, excuse me. Um, I remember like somebody giving me porridge with salt mm-hmm. when I was a wee guy. No, we no. In fact, was I that young? And I can remember being like, nah, and they were like, you need to try it. You need to try it. And when I tried it, I was like, okay. So maybe I can get on board. I wonder what type of porridge. Is it just like instant oats? Like Scott, the the famous kind of Scottish porridge. Scott's porridge oats. Yeah. Hmm. Do you know what? I might even just try that one day. It makes me curious. Remember we spoke about... uh, tin of tuna and a pot noodle on one of the podcasts mm-hmm. i've not tried it yet but i think i'm like that fucking sounds all right like i would give that a bash adding a bit of protein yeah bet you it makes i bet you like a tin of tuna and yeah what was that a chicken and mushroom pot noodle it can be whatever one you want i think it was maybe a bombay bad boy <sighs> yeah fucking hell I had a weird thing when I was younger with food. I, I was like that with barbecue sauce. Every single thing I ate, I caked it in barbecue sauce. Toast and cheese and everything, man. <laughs> Here, toast toast and cheese and Frank's hot sauce. I bet you that's fucking good. Aye. But toast and cheese and barbecue, was it like, what kind of barbecue sauce are we talking? Like the mad, like a, like a sweet barbecue sauce? like a, HP barbecue. Right, uh-huh. Like a shite barbecue sauce? Yeah. Was there anything weird that you put that on? With the barbecue sauce? Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't like porridge, but it was literally fucking most things that I ate. You know, if I had a rolling sausage for my breakfast. Oh, no. Any, any Don't you trigger people, mate. Mac and cheese with barbecue sauce? Aye, mac and cheese. Mac and cheese with Frank's hot sauce is fucking bad. We are getting starving. I'm getting it? horny here. Aye, like, mouths are pure. <laughs> dribbling. Have you um, ate the day? No, mate, you know me, I'll be fasting until fucking what time do I finish at eight o'clock? I've got, um, I'm going to have leftover curry for last night with a baked potato. That's what I'm having for my dinner. For the slow cooker. Do you think you could make a stone? What's the most stoner meal that you could make on that? In the slow cooker? Mm. Do you think you'll ever be at your box one night trying to make toast in it or something? No, Sharon, it tastes better when it's nine hours, honestly. Make no toast, I don't think, but I'm trying <laughs> to think of what's the most stoner thing that you could make in a slow cooker. Because it's all, it's been, oh, in fact, we also made a stew. Mm. But a red wine, all that. Beautiful. What an Irish stew. Carrots were fucking delightful, man. I'm an alcoholic, that's uh, triggering for me. But. <laughs> 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 what would you do if somebody invited you in for dinner and they had been like, oh, there's like a tablespoon of red wine in that? I'm sober, man. I would just eat it. I would just eat it. So, like, it, it seems that slow cooking is made for, like, older style 
food. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like my mom would make stew and stuff like that. So I don't know, man. I'm trying to think of what you could make in it that was like a pure stoner meal. I'm going to Google it. What would happen if you just put a block of cheese in it? It would just melt and then burn. Burn? Aye, because mm. it's just like a... Basically, it's just like a ceramic dish. See, like a, a casserole dish that you would put in the oven or whatever. Inside a metal frame. And the metal frame just heats up, but doesn't heat it up too much. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Um, so... I think if you put a block of cheese in, first of all, it would melt. Then, if you left it long enough, it would just it would just end up burning. That's like the cunts on TikTok with air fryers, man. Like anybody, we put anything in an air fryer, man. Fucking slippers and all that. <laughs> <laughs> um, stoner. I'm just putting in stoner recipes. <laughs> See what comes up here, man. Aye, every single one's got cheese in it. Aye, fuck's sake. Right. Stoner snacks for your slow cooker. <laughs> right, here we go. <laughs> Everything's got mac and cheese, I'm sure of it. Right, let's have a wee look. How can you make... What can you make? Pizza casserole, which is basically like the ingredients, so like tomato sauce, cheese, and then... Like whatever, whatever you like on your your pizza. Fired into a slow cooker, but without the bread. Mm. Um, chili queso, so melted cheese with like spices and stuff for you to dip. Uh, caramel corn, popcorn. Oh, aye. so you built the fire popcorn into it, and it'll just pop. Nice mac and cheese, obviously. Do you know what I'm buying into the new actually? putting honey and stuff i went to oh my jesus right wait to hear this man wait to hear that in fact like I, I said to somebody about this and they were like ah, that sounds rotten but it's so good right you get chips caramelized onion worcestershire sauce mayo oh. so i got this for somewhere but i've made it in the house as well so chips caramelized onion a worcestershire sauce mayo and goat's cheese and then you get honey and hot soy sauce. Go 70-30, 70% soy sauce, 30% honey into like a wee tub and mix it around and dip the chips into it. I go to it a slouch. That sounds amazing. It is fucking amazing. I'll make it for you one time, right? It is fucking incredible. Absolutely incredible. I know people maybe don't like goat's cheese or whatever, you could be like substitute it out, but actually the goat's cheese and the texture not just goes incredible. So I I've been getting pure bang into like putting honey into stuff. Um what made you think about that? I got a honey soy dip uh, out of slouch uh, and was pure what's that? Yeah. And the guy was pure, you need to try it. And I was like, he's one of them. And I was like, ah, mm, chicken tenders. Oh, and then I got these chips. I'll make it for you one time, right? Thank so you. number five on this list is honey buffalo wings. So that'll be the same thing, except with the soy sauce, you, you mix it with buffalo. You can make chocolate peanut clusters. Mm. So that'll probably be like car caramelizing nuts and then firing it in a slow cooker with chocolate so that it melts. Uh, cheesy hamburger dip. So that's going to be like a deconstructed like hamburger with cheese. And oh, mate, there's hummus. 
It's fucking honest. I'm going to keep the recipes and start making I do them. find it comical that everyone's got cheese in it, but every everything everything's got cheese. got cheese in it. Um, what would you put in? What would your ultimate ultimate when they said that, <laughs> ultimate slow cooker? Do you know what I would I would imagine macaroni and cheese would be incredible. But I'd be like onions. I'd add onions and stuff to it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Onions, man. I'd add some much shit to it. Tomato sauce. Tomato sauce? Yeah. To, I've never mac and cheese and ketchup, mate. I bet you're talking about crafts. No, no. Any mac and cheese. Right. I don't eat mac and cheese by itself. It's always with ketchup. Do you want me to tell you my ultimate mac and cheese? I thought you were going to say that's an actual brain disorder you've got. No, no, it's not. What's your ultimate one? I've done this so many times, right, that it's been ruined for me. But see, when I make it for people, they're always pure, you're a fucking genius, man. And and I'm no genius. (laughs) Mac and cheese. So the way that, if you want to date really quickly, you ever had the mac and cheese? Macintoshes, mac and cheese. So yeah. like the wee, the day they like the haggis, neeps and ties. It's just a wee pot or like just a microwavable mac and cheese. Fry up some pancetta. Mm. Put your mac and cheese in the microwave. Get your pancetta in. Mix it run. A chicken Kiev on top of it. And then hot sauce at the top of it. And see when you crack the chicken Kiev, the garlic butter like seeps into the mac and cheese. <laughs> Mate. <laughs> I've got a fucking quarter chub, man. This is fucking. I'm so starving now after fucking talking about this. I find that I'm getting quite. That's comical, man. The two years of no eating anything a day, and we've just spoke about fucking food for the a half an hour. Half an hour. Oh. Half an hour worth of food. But you should try that one time, even if you just get the mac and cheese and stick a chicken Kiev on top of it. Yeah, it's so good, mate. <laughs> it is so so good. I always I always love it when you go into a restaurant and you know how the guys like trust me try it but see when they're buzzing about it as well they're pure no try it mate honestly mate try it trust me bro you're like you've never met the cunt before uh-huh. you're like I already in brilliant love it right so we've got some subjects uh... are you going to try the will we try will we both try the the porridge and hot sauce before next week and report back aye fuck it let's do it I could I, I tell you another thing I'll try pot noodle in a tin of tuna I'll do the same. Yeah. I'm going to do a Bombay bad boy. Yeah. I have a weird feeling that that's going to be all right. Even though pot noodles are a bit... Mm. I love a pot noodle. Mm. I love a, a king, king pot noodle, chicken and mushroom. Yeah. We need... Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
to move on for food, man. I know. Let's, let's <laughs> stop talking about food because I'm getting, like you're saying, I'm getting fucking horny for it, man. Giddy. <laughs> this was like me and being him. Just running about, what? Sean, what? 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 There's a dog bed. She's like, we don't have a dog. Like, oh. The cats might like it. Uh, the funny bunch this Sunday, mate. We have yes. a funny bunch back at Blackfriars this Sunday with another amazing lineup of stand-up comedy. Des McLean's headlining, and we've got Chris Formburn opening, and then we've got a couple of wee open spots in the middle. So it's going to be a good night, and another great night, and a very supportive venue that supports comedy and gives a fair cut. So if you're listening and you would like to come then you can get tickets for Ticket Scotland. Paul, you're going to be there? I'm going to be there, mate. Your lady friend is also welcome. Absolutely. Darren and Lindsay are also welcome as well, so give them a shout if you want them in. Uh, but I, I'm looking forward to it. Ticket Scotland for tickets trips. It's £9 a ticket. You can't get any better than that. And if you're listening to this podcast, you know that it will be a good laugh. So looking forward to it, mate. It will be good to see you there. I'm it. I'm gone. I might ask you to film it. Let me know, man. Let me know. Just do the crowd work. Let me know, bro. Basically, me just like for the full night saying, I'm going to pump you. No, I don't know. That felt funnier in my head there. (laughs) We've also got other, some good news. What's that? We've also got some other good news. Do tell. We have booked a live podcast show for the podcast. (gasps) Straight White Whale, coming at you live, folks. The 2nd of December, which is a Saturday, and it will be in the afternoon. I think it's going to be at 4pm. All the details will be sorted out and tickets will be on sale eventually. There'll be a discount for Patreon members. But I, we've booked the first... The first ever live podcast. Mm -hmm. 91 episodes in, we'll finally get a live podcast happening. Yeah, so I think by the time we do the live show on the 2nd of December, I think we might be around about 100, maybe. That might be episode 100. Mm-hmm. Live for Blackfriars Basement. We've also uh, booked the Glasgow Comedy Festival in March for the podcast. Buzzing. So we're getting our trips, um, but we can figure out what we're going to do during that show uh, nearer the time. Aye. It would be good. I liked your idea about putting on episode one. Aye. Although that'd be... Because it would be mental, mate. As you go back and listen to that or watch that, man, it would be fucking mental. I didn't even have a microphone plugged in. Yeah. We could clip it. We could show clips of it, even. Aye. Like the best bits. Mm-hmm. If there, if there even is best bits there, I'm just <laughs> saying I want to kill myself, basically, for an hour. I think it was like 25 minutes long or something, I don't even think it was... Yeah, it was short. It was a short one. I that? think I was sitting in my window cleaning uniform. Near yeah. hell. <laughs> Look at me now, eh? Damn, baby. Yeah, baby. Still mentally ill, but at least the hair's back. Aye, so, we would need to figure out a good way of doing that if we were to actually, if we were going to put on episode one while we were there, but we could maybe put it on before we go on yeah just as like background and then like have a chat about it or whatever like that but no these will be this will be class man this will be a good laugh we'll have a good yeah. laugh with the troops it's a good there. thing to look forward to and it'll be good we've got i don't know you know we'll try and get all the patron members there it would be nice i know we've got some people in england and stuff but it'd be good to try and get them all in 
because it's going to be capped at 100 because if we're filming it and stuff it will be health and safety so aye it'll be nice to get them to get them in so something to look forward to mate absolutely a wee Christmas miracle happy days it's pretty mad that we've done 91 episodes isn't it I know mate how long is it's over two years isn't it Um, where are we September I think we're approaching the two year mark somewhere two years wow let me oh no I'm not on the internet am I wow um, in fact, we could go back on last Spotify. Yeah. Um, to see what the chat with that is. Um, but wow. no, man, it was it's Cat Stevens dingy. I made twentieth twentieth of September, twenty twenty one. That is mental. So it will literally be, um, like a year to the day because I wouldn't have battled it out that quick so for about the 13th I it'll be like a year next week eh, two years next week since you started we started the podcast that's silly wasn't it aye mate and now we're pals best pals besties we get we get chubbies while talking about mac and cheese <laughs> The simplistic life of a man. That is, aye, 100%, that is it. Like, that is it. Like, pure, all these, like, dating coaches and all that. I'll teach you how to pick up a guy. Go and get Macintosh's Mac and Cheese for Tesco. Stick a fucking chinky over the top of it. Ram it down his fucking throat and tell him to shut his puss. Aye. Or take your sock off. You don't even need to take socks one sock and then i'm fucked into uh, mac and cheese no that would be a bonus um how would how would you think you would handle it if you met a lady friend and she's like do you want to come run you're like i need bother like yes man you get there she's got a fucking plate of mac and cheese and you sit down you're just about to cut into that chicken kiev and she just fucking whips the sock off and just sits there with her feet up pure there you go, Dan. And they're belters. Mm-hmm. I'd probably get emotional. I'd start <laughs> creating and all that. Very grateful, thank you. <laughs> pig like, become pig like. <laughs> you don't know what this means to me. <laughs> I'd be like, thank you for your kindness. Can I finish my mac and cheese first and then we can move on to dessert? I don't think I've ever heard anybody describe somebody else's feet as dessert. I know, I'm a fucking Ted Bundy bear here. Is your back fucked? It's no, my back's no fucked. Um, I basically, I need a new mattress. And also, I'm 6'5", and I don't, I don't stretch. Hmm. I need to stretch, you know. I've always had problems with my back, unfortunately. Um, And I think I'll continue to have problems with my back until the day that I, Jeebus decides that it's time for me to go to heaven. But um no man, I, I go through wee periods, do you know what I mean? And like sometimes I just wake up, my back's fucked, and then yeah. I go have a couple of weeks, my back's feeling good, and then fucking back to it, man. Have you took a painkiller today? I have. I just took one before you came in. I meant to take them earlier on, but I just busy morning, you end up like, oh, I need to take my wee painkiller. But if I'm gonna sit down and talk and I want to focus and do I be like, oh my fucking yeah. back and whatever. Took a wee I don't know what the fuck. Sulpidine. One of the ones where you go to the boots counter and they're like, ah, don't take us for any longer than three days. And you're like, ah, hen, 
I've had fucking five days in the bounce, I've took over 10 eggies. Like, this isn't going to end. To me, I think my insides are dead. Aye. And they're like, all right, no bother, don't worry about it. It's one of the ones when they question you at the desk, what do you need them for, pal? You're like, my back, all right? Make, Nothing else. Make you feel like a pure jakey, you're like that. Aye. Like near your shoulder at the boots counter. Um, But pff, they go overboard, man. Fucking hell, man. Like, don't take them for any longer than three days, you become an addict. You're like, I'm already an addict. Aye. I had that with the dental school once. I had to get a wisdom tooth took out and they sent us to the boots where I think it was... What's the one that you can get really addicted to? Codeine, is it? Aye, so that's what's in these, Codemol. It's Aye. like, Sulpidine's like a brand name for Codemol, yeah. so it's paracetamol and codeine. So she put down in a wee bit of paper, the nurse, and I went into boots with my fucking tooth out. And I was like, the nurse at the dental school says I was to get codeine. And she was like, no, you'll not get They refused you? Yep. I was like, I just swear to God it was the nurse. I thought they thought I was full of shit. I think you're a fucking a junkie for the side. You can't say that now, Paul. You can't say that word. No. I actually find that very hurtful because I'm an alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> I need some food, man. I'm fucking. I'm looking at you, mate, and I just see. It's like I'm looking through a dirty windy. <laughs> you know when you're, there's rain on your living room windy, uh -huh. and you can't see the street. Just need your glasses. No, I'm starving uh, to death. ADHD meds. I'm at my fucking box. You're at your bin. I'm at my fucking. I'm reappropriating junkie. I was kidding on there, by the way. I'm gonna make it people that like junk food. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah. Why are you giving me the death stare? Because <laughs> I ate a full Turkish delight last night. Did you? Aye, mate. One of the big family size. That's because you copied me. Because I've been eating them. I've... Have you been eating Turkish delight? Yep. The last couple of weeks, aye. What style? Fries? The one with the fucking purple jelly in it. Aye. <laughs> no, I know, but that's Turkish delight. I'm talking about, like, what make? Was it a, like, a fries Turkish delight? Mm. Like the wee bar? Yeah. Like the yeah. the original Turkish delight. Yeah. Right, okay. No, I had like a... I had a, like a pure Morrison's Aim brand. Oh, really? Aye. Was it nice? It was all right. Wasn't yeah, as good as a lot of fries. Yeah. Do you know what I've reignited recently? My obsession for fries chocolate cream. I love how we're back to talk to <laughs> food. <laughs> Fuck off. Right, no. No, let's... no, you're being honest. Just talk. Let's talk about that. I just love a fries chocolate cream. Yeah. You ever had a fries chocolate cream? You know what I'm talking about? Like the blue wrapper? My ma's mad for them, but I've never Aye. had one, mate. It is literally like a pure, it was like my granny. Yeah. would be pure, get me a fries chocolate cream. And you go to the shop, do you know what I mean? You'd be like, you want anything for the shop? Fries chocolate cream? You'd be like, hey, all right. Yeah. But um, I had one the other week, man, and I was like, ah, where the fuck's this been all my life, man? Unbelievable, Tasty. man. Aye, man. With a cup of tea. So good. So good. I loved the Turkish delight, but it's got 33 grams of sugar in it. So I ate it and I had a bit of a glow and a buzz. I was like, what the fuck is this? And 33 grams in a wee shitey square. What is that supposed to be? What is the, the, the purple insides of a Turkish delight supposed What flavour is it supposed to be? And what the fuck is it? Because it doesn't taste like anything else I've ever tasted. It's kind of soapy weird do you think it's the same flavor as a parma violet yeah because that's soapy 
I love them, man. <laughs> Perfectly put. Are you, are you a permaviolet freak of nature? I would try. Do you like a permaviolet? Yeah. Right, okay. I, I, I don't know what, I don't, <clears throat> so you meet people and they're just like, that's absolutely revolting. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? What is wrong with you? Tastes like eating soap. Get it, don't you? Get it, don't you, son? Get that, don't you? Eat that Turkish delight. I had Turkish delight ice cream once and it was fucking amazing. Gonna need to try that. We really need to stop talking about food. I know. How long have we done? 45 minutes and it's all been food related. I know. Well, there's a couple of things like Scotland were playing last night and then I sent you a clip of uh, that alien thing as well. Let's talk about the aliens. <clears throat> yeah, because the Scotland and England games are a bit shite, isn't Aye, it? man, like, we were shite last night. I never even watched it last night. Did you know? No. Had a couple of mates run, made a curry. It was like, we've got to fucking do them. It's happening. Nah, we shite. <clears throat> they were really good, to be fair. Yeah. Um, but, um, I mean, what's that video all about that you fucking sent me? It's like, it, it looks mummified. Yeah. Will we, do you know what we'll do while, while I'm talking about it? I can maybe, um, oh, I've lost it. Uh, I'm going to turn the volume down on my phone. Whoops, sorry. And I'm going to screen record it. So basically, my friend sent me a video today of, supposedly it was like the Mexican government opening up a box and inside the box was two aliens and this is on twitter it's had nearly a million views and i sent it to paul before i walked in it was the yesterday 12th of september 2023 yeah. and it's like a wee mummified alien that they've got in like a mad casket yeah i'll put it up on the screen so that the, the troops can sort of see it while we're while we're chatting about it yeah what's your thoughts do you know like see with everything that's happening mate and all the news about aliens and stuff it wouldn't surprise me if it was something like I, I just I wouldn't be shocked if it was an alien do you know what I mean right you think legit um, the governments of the world have retrieved alien and alien craft and we're just for whatever reason 2023 is the year that they're like here check this shit <laughs> yeah i mean i'm that video i'm leaning towards it's no real but if it was real i would not be shocked at all what's the i mean we could get in i suppose we could go and have a look at the legitimacy the guys fired up like a youtube video for the the full video or whatever um but there's one there where he's like they're showing mate it looks legit like it totally looks legit like there's, there's one of the do you know what i'll take a screenshot of that as well we're, we're already 48 minutes i'll need to take a wee note of that um but there's one where it's it'll come up on the screen the new where the guy's if you go into the thread, it's like the like x-rays of the fucking thing and it's got a spinal cord and all that. So yeah. um it's there's definitely something going on, mate. Um my skeptical what were we saying, 47 minutes alien chat. Um 
There's something funky going on, man. Like, yeah. So, if we put together the, I was talking to somebody about this, right? And they were saying to me, like, it's a load of shit. This is a load of shit. This is like the government's basically just trying to distract you. Like, look at here, look at the aliens. And I was like, mm, that, that sounds quite plausible. They're, they're thing me for doing that. But see if you put together, like, um, Roswell. So let's just say, like, forget that we're like, that's all bullshit, right? Put together Roswell for the 50s, um, Bob Lazar's story for the 80s, the sightings and the radar footage and the nose cam footage that we've got for fighter pilots, the whistleblowers that have been coming out that have worked for the CIA and been Marines and all that, saying that they've seen all this stuff, and then this, and you you weave that together, I'm starting to be like, I think this is real. I don't yeah. think that this is... I don't know why. Like, we, I think the big question is why, are they, why now? Why all of a sudden are they like... And... I've got a feeling that it's got something to do with the war in Ukraine, like the impending threat of nuclear fucking war with Russia and that Putin's definitely some sort of fucking psychopath that wouldn't hesitate to hit a fucking button. And I think that the reason that we're, that we're being shown or that it's coming out now is because I think the US government are basically like, well, this is what we've got. And if you're going to try and annihilate us, then we're going to fucking, we've got this advanced tech. It's the only thing that I can think of, really. I don't understand, but that, that's like the Mexican government now coming out like, oh, we've retrieved alien bodies and like, it's weird, mate. It's just strange. Mm -hmm. um, but there's definitely something behind it. There's, I don't think it's just like a load of shite that they'll try to confuse people with. I think there's, there's something to it. I totally agree, mate. I think there's too much, too much... I think it's just a build-up as well. Like, there's just so much happening. Like, there's only so long that you can keep this hidden. Uh, everybody's got a drone. iPhone technology is just becoming unbelievable. People even have access to, like, cameras at NASA and stuff. And I think it's just, like, this is crumbling around us. We can't keep it. You think that the... the awareness and the technology that we have just available to us in everyday life is going to mean that they just can't hide it anymore and they'll just like, like just start yeah drip feeding this shit out to people because they started releasing documentation and stuff in 2020 so this is another thing that my pal was saying like all of a sudden it's just everywhere and it's like no but it's been getting drip feeded out for like three years this isn't just they've went boom like the first camera footage that we've seen of the pill was like in 2020 and the thing that I keep coming back to, like, I'm very sceptical and I'm a bit like, hmm, I think that there's a there's a part of me that's like, this can't be real. You know what I mean? And like, you kidding me on? But the thing that keeps on bringing me back is just the Bob Lazar stuff where you're like, this guy's been talking about this for nearly, th nearly 40 years at this point. Yeah. And almost everything that the guy's said for the fuck, and his story's never changed. Yeah. It's all starting to come out and it's all starting to be true. Yeah. It's plus he's never really earned money from that either. It's not like he's a multi-millionaire. It's... Who knows? I don't know anything yeah. about that. I mean, he's done a Netflix documentary now and books and Rogan, and I'm sure Rogan pays his, his podcast guests and stuff like that. But um, he, 
he was ridiculed for years. He was in like he was in shadows for years. Do you know what I mean? And he made no money for it for thirty odd something year. But I man, I don't know. I, I'm like, I'm trying not to get freaked out by it. Yeah, mainly, if you know what I mean. It's interesting. I'm starting to like the evidence is building up. I'm starting to like move into like this is fucking real. But also, if you start to admit that to yourself, this is real. It like, gets a bit freaky. Mm-hmm. You'll be out in your garden with a slow cooker above your head, stoned at your box. Take us now. <laughs> Take us to your leader. They'll be like, they'll land somewhere in East End of Glasgow and be like that. They'll telepathically be like, show us the peak culture. And they'll be like, Getting hit with a chicken <laughs> Kiev and mang cheese <laughs> and a joint. Yeah. <laughs> Try this one. Imagine what their drugs will be like. If we've come up with, you know, what, what's the, what would you say is the sort of peak or, you know, ecstasy? DMT. Uh, DMT. Imagine what they've fucking got, man. I Oof, know. man. Give me some alien psychedelics. Oh, that'd be wild. Imagine just sitting in your flat, mate, like watching sports scene and it's just breaking news, aliens have landed. What would you be like? You'd be like, oh, I need to pay my rent in three days and like all that shit. Mate, I just... don't think you'll need to pay your rent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we'll be like, fuck this, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I think there'll be a lot of people that will be like, so what are we doing here? What, what are we, do you know what I mean? I think we are part of a system and we get caught up in it because we think there's some sort of importance to it or that we're some sort do you know what I mean can you imagine what it that the world economies would just crumble you imagine what it would be like, like oh by the way there's more intelligent beings that live in a fucking planet like 13 billion light years away and they've been here a few times and what you'd be like ah, what are we doing here then like what's yeah. going on yeah ah you'd be like fuck the job I'm not going into Asda. Aye. <laughs> imagine the morning after you've just been told that there's aliens and your boss is like, sweep the flare, you're like, ah, fuck off you, yeah, bam. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm. But I suppose we're getting into a sort of actually, like as much as we're trying to be sort of funny and stuff, we're getting into a proper conversation about like, how would this really impact the world? Like, I think it would turn the world completely upside down. I mean, anybody's concept of God is gone at that point it's yeah. done like you know people being like no but you know jesus and like oh it's like no like we're part of something that's which is kind of like what my belief system is anyway we're part of something way bigger than just this planet like we're part we, we're a we're a speck of dust in this fucking mental like organism yeah um but i mean i don't know man i think it would be i think it would be wild do you think that that's what's going to happen do you think that we're going to get shown? I mean, we're already been fucking... We're already been shown and we're like, I don't know if that's real, but do you think we'll get shown the craft and it'll be like, oh, look, this is what we've got and this is how it works. No, just like dodgy, like radar footage or mm-hmm. like footage for the front of a plane where they'll be like, look, this is what we've got. Mm. I think so. I think, uh, you know, maybe not Biden, but, uh, you know, like an Obama will be like sitting at the White House desk and being like, we've got this ship, we've got that equipment, this happened, Roswell's real, like all that stuff. And you'll get it worldwide as well. 
I, I do think that's going to happen Aye. in our lifetime, mate. Why Mexico? It's like my question. I know that there's a sort of theory that the reason that they came was because we were setting off nuclear weapons. Because mm -hmm. Roswell, Area 51, blah, 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 is all run about the nuclear test sites. And the timing of it was because they basically, like, I think the chat of, like, this is the sort of conspiracy theory is, is that they are observing us for a long way away. And when we started setting off nuclear weapons, it would be like, having, a, having like, an ant farm that you are, like, a wasp's nest, and then all of a sudden you start to see that they're, like, shooting each other or whatever, you'd be like, ah, wait a minute, I'm going to go and take a closer look. That's the sort of conspiracy around it, that <clears throat> the nukes triggered a shockwave, like, it goes beyond our atmosphere, and they're like, what are they doing now? Um, do you know what? Fuck it, man. I'm just going to take my gear off and just run out. I'm on, take me. <laughs> I'm ready. Let's I'm ready go. to go. Um, jailhouse rules... Um, martial law yeah it always reminds me of a story we've brought it up a couple of times on the podcast it's the south one that always stuck with me and that made me think I think I believe in this stuff was the south african primary school it's been on hundreds of podcasts like joe rogan and stuff right basically it was a primary school in south africa and there was like 200 pupils in it and they were all sitting in their classroom one day in the 70s i think and a a craft came down and landed in the in the playground and they all ran out the classroom towards this craft and they said a being came out and communicated with them through telepathic uh, messages non-language communication yep just about like how the world's in trouble and they should be better people and stuff and I think it was like, it ended up in the news, like worldwide news. Uh -huh. I think the teacher denied it at the start because she was scared. And then she apologized like 20 years later. She was like, I didn't know what to say. So I just said, I never seen anything. But all the pupils get lie detector tests and they've had lie detector tests right up until recently. And every single one of them passed a test. Passed the polygraph. Aye. Wow. And it's been the exact same story since day one. Right. None of them have changed their story. See, if, if I was being completely honest with you, through if I was to take away, just came to me sort of there, see if I was to take away the sort of fear of judgment of other people's, I would say that I'm probably a believer. Because the reason for it being is just kind of logic of that we live in... Excuse me, man, it's this fucking non-sugary, sugary water. We live, it would be like this room, for instance, right? It would be like if this was the universe and there was something air in that far corner, tiny wee thing like a, a, a fly, right? And there was another fly air the other side of the room and that fly flew air and that one's like, no, no, we're the only we're the only one here. It would be like that, where it's like logically, I think we live in such a vast universe that there's got to be something out there. Yeah. I think just based on that, and then again, like I said earlier, all the evidence all stacking up. I, I'm I'm leaning into that this is real, 
but there is also like we've spoke about before there's also the uh you know the the conspiracy around von braun and the, the nazi rocket scientists and the predictions that he made in the 80s and stuff like that that they were going to do this when the technology was right and they were going to do fake alien invasions so that is so so interesting i understand why this drives people off their fucking mind like yeah. to be r really honest with you but these videos are getting creepier and creepier and there's more and more and more people coming forward being like i've seen it i've seen it so yeah i'm just leaning into man that i think this is real yeah especially when it's like former soldiers and stuff and high up people like that you're like hmm. all those it's not your hillbillies that are saying that we've seen it mm -hmm. in the woods anywhere these are decorated well-respected military that are saying it yeah absolutely so we'll we'll keep our we'll keep a keen eye on it and mm. keep see if there's any more videos come out and yeah. any more shit that comes out for it because it's just it's wild, mate. Yeah, it's wild. I mean, I think like I think one of the big one of the big things that would be good if it did turn out that there are humans. It depends on the humans, I suppose, don't it? Like this is the other thing. Like who's got control of the tech? get this really advanced tech because it could literally mean the end of war because the technology is so advanced that nobody can fight against you kind of like what happened when like we had guns like you know like the colonial people went to south america and they were still with spears and bows and arrows and they had fucking rifles and it was just like you can't even fight them it's yeah. pointless even going up against them because I mean that 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 would be one of the big advantages. Of it would be that any nuclear threat, you know, North Korea, China, Russia, forget it, forget it, man. They've got tech that would literally just laser beam the shit out of the sky. Like you, your missiles are going to fuck all. Yeah. But then comes the question: Who has control? And what do they want to do with it? And what's the aim? You know. Yeah. I'm sure The Rock and Oprah could shoehorn themselves into it somehow. <laughs> Trying to make themselves famous. Have you seen that? No. Well, you know how Hawaii had really bad fires? Uh-huh. They were fucking on the news, giving it a GoFundMe. We need your money, people, and all that type of shit. Who was? The Rock and Oprah. Oprah? Both extremely rich individuals that could probably just give i mean oprah is a billionaire yep she could probably just give you know whatever give 50 million away wouldn't, yeah. he, wouldn't he even be a fraction of the fortune that she's amassed yeah wow. so there's like people crying out in the streets saying that we lost our homes and stuff and oprah's behind them this is a hero all that shit so i i'm sure if an alien came down mate you'd see all they cunts like oprah and the rock like they would probably try and get them on a podcast or something. Aye, Jake Paul would be <laughs> offering a, a boxing match to the fucking alien. Aye. Anyway, that's an hour, isn't it? Aye, mate. <laughs> and what a strange hour it was. No, it was good. I enjoyed myself, mate. We don't really have anything else to cover. It's just that the sun's away now. The rain is here and I'm so fucking happy because I thought I was going to die last week. I had a couple of punters actually mes message me and ask me if I was all right, because I was just like bright, shiny beetroot, just fucked with the heat. It's the temperature, mate. I mean, fuck, man, we spoke about it last week, didn't we? I think it was Friday, it was like 31. Yeah. 
Do you know what I mean? It's like fucking middle of September and we're getting 31 degree temperatures in the middle of fucking... I mean, the start of autumn, really. Yeah. Weird, weird Aye. stuff going on, man. So I don't, we don't have any more subjects. That's everything covered. The Funny Bunch is on Sunday, £9 a ticket. Ticket Scotland's come and support some live comedy. Paul will be there as well. And that's it. I've got nothing really else to say. If you're here because of TikTok, can you please leave us a five-star review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that type of stuff. It would be really appreciated. And again, just a big thank you to Arguing Co for sponsoring the podcast. It means a lot. I will see you on Sunday trips. And yeah, we'll see you next week as well. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.